from the deepest bowels of your imagination. Actually, he's from Canada there, bud. From the famed Hotter Show Studios, this is The Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We are rolling out of you here today on episode 96 of The Hotter Show. What's going on? Virtual fist bump. Yeah, virtual fist bump. I hope you're doing absolutely fan fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast of The Hotter Show. Your, uh, your cure for boredom and uh, the thing that you do while doing other stuff. <laughs> Well, you're whether you're gaming or you're driving to work or you're uh, you're sitting around have a sipping on a nice uh, nice adult beverage or whatever you're doing, you're working. You know, make sure you're working hard. You got to make sure you work hard. But if you listen to this podcast, regardless of how you're listening, thank you so much. You are awesome for tuning in today. I have a very uh, very different podcast for you today, actually, guys. I'm, I'm always trying new stuff. If there's one thing that can be said about TJ Hodder and The Hodder Show is that I, I always try to do different things. Um, whether it's trying more Skype conversations, whether it's uh, talking about topics that I'm not necessarily comfortable in or that kind of thing. Um, I always try to do different stuff. And uh, today is a very different um, conversation. Most of you people who know me know that I am not much of a traveler. Um, I don't like uh, traveling. I don't like the hustle and bustle of the airports. And I, I like point A and point B, but I don't like getting there. <laughs> so I've wanted to do a podcast talking about like traveling and that kind of thing. And because I feel like it's a topic that a lot of people like and enjoy hearing about people's travels and that kind of thing. And my travels are kind of boring. <laughs> like I don't really have any cool stories. So I was like, you know, I want to have someone on the podcast who is uh, has some cool travel stories, and I was like, I don't know who that could be. And one day I'm at work, and I'm uh, I'm I'm just on break with a, a friend of mine who I I work with, and uh, it hit me. I was like, man, he's he's talking about his travels to Central America and stuff, and I'm like, yo, this is a is a friend of mine, is a good dude, and he has all these cool stories of traveling to Guatemala and traveling to all these other places and like climbing a volcano and stuff. And I'm like, yo, this is sweet. Like, so I said, Hey buddy, you want to come over and do the podcast? And, uh, it was pretty great. Um, he's never done anything like this before. He's not a, uh, uh, even like a YouTuber or a streamer or anything. He's just, uh, you know, he's a nice dude. He has a lot of cool stories. Um, his name was Brandon and he's a guy I work with and, uh, he's a buddy of mine and it, it was a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. For me, I mean, recording that hour with him, it just flew by Cause just because I I was so fascinated about what he was talking about. And it's a really, really good conversation. I really hope you guys enjoy it. If you are a fan of traveling or there's some places you want to go in kind of like that Central America, um, I can't remember where else he went, <laughs> but he went to a lot of cool places, Costa Rica, um, Guatemala, some really cool places. And he has some really cool stories about them. Um, he went to Bangkok and everything as well, which was kind of cool. And he just, he has some really cool, fun stories about getting lost with traveling and snorkeling and getting sunburnt. And the climbing of the volcano was a pretty good story. Being in the middle of the jungle and not getting a specific, uh, not getting a malaria shot. So he had to wake up every like half hour and spray bug spray all over himself and all in his room. So he didn't get stung by a, he didn't get a mosquito bite and get malaria or something. It's just good. It's a great conversation. Brandon's a great guy. And, uh, it was a lot of fun, so I really hope you guys enjoy it. It's definitely very different. It's not wrestling related or anything, of course. Um, done a lot of wrestling lately, um, 
and uh, it's just been what's on been on the topic. And unfortunately, um, as some of you guys may have noticed, Thursday, of course, there was no podcast due to some audio errors. Um, basically, tell you guys what happened real quick. Um, my good buddies, uh, two nerds, the nerds, uh, Sam and Jordan, we did a Skype conversation uh, talking about the Royal Rumble which was awesome it was an amazing conversation it was great the two of them were on and they were engaging and it was uh it was great they need their own podcast but anyway and um i recorded mine or they recorded theirs uh there was some issues on their end with the audio um and uh, we weren't able to use it it happens it's nobody's fault or anything um and uh (laughs) <laughs> the backup audio I record when I do my Skype calls actually also had uh, multiple errors and skips. And it was just, it was a bad recording session. Um, so unfortunately, I was not able to use it. It was, those guys deserve a, uh, a full, good quality podcast because they're good enough and they're funny enough and engaging enough and everything that I didn't want to put it up and it not be up to the quality that... Um, we've been basically keeping and you know uh, all the work that the producer Brandon Bowden the Kevin Knight of the Hotter show puts into this show I did not want to put up a podcast that was not um not up to that quality uh so I made the very difficult decision to not put it up um which sucks it was a great conversation Jordan and Sam if you're listening I am so sorry again for that I feel terrible that that happened I'm sorry for wasting your time um but definitely I'm gonna have those guys on for sure, because I had a lot of fun talking with them, and they were natural at it, so I mean, it, it, it's just great. Be sure to check them out on their stream, Two Nerds Play, on Twitch, and on also on YouTube, search Two Nerds Play, um, or just Red Hudson 8 on either as well. Um, two great dudes. So if anyone was looking forward to the World Rumble review, I apologize, but uh, couldn't make it happen here, folks. So this is why I need my own studio, and I need a uh, Brennan and I need a crew of interns. The only thing I want to talk about is that Monday I will be making uh, the group for um, the hundredth episode of the Harder Show, which is coming up very quickly. I hope to see as many people out for it as I can. I'm going to do what I always do on the live streams, live cast. Excuse me. It's going to be mainly a Q&A, so be sure to bring lots of questions about anything. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, the podcast, of course, as I always do. Have some banter in the chat. Um, hopefully the uh, the producer will be able to be on hand as well. I'm sure we'll have some banter back and forth. I also have a very big announcement that I am so excited for, guys. I've been uh, sitting on this information for a little while now, uh, and I'm very excited to share it with you. It's 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 cool. You know, it's a cool thing. It's something I've been working on um, with the help of uh, the producer, Brandon Bowden, Kevin under the Hotter Show, and as well as actually Mr. Jason Reese. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. And I also may or may not be doing a giveaway. We'll see if there's enough people on the, on the, on the live cast. I'll probably do a giveaway. Um, so I hope to see all of y'all there. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. And I have uh, some some kind of cool little things uh, uh, the week of the hundredth episode, episode ninety nine, um, it's probably going to be a uh, uh, a look back episode, if you will, um, because there, there's just there's some stuff we've been working on, and I'm very excited to share it with you guys because it's going to be a lot of fun. So be sure to keep your eye for that Monday. I'm going to be making that group up. Um, if you ask why I didn't just make it today, 
I'm weird like that. <laughs> I like to do things at the start of weeks or end of weeks or whatever. I don't know. I'm OCD like that. But be sure to keep an eye out for that. I will be sure to invite everybody that I possibly can to that group or the uh, the page, uh, event page. Excuse me. Keep an eye out for that. It's just going to be just search for the hotter show. Uh, 100th episode live cast. It'll pop right up. Very excited about that, guys. But all of that stuff out of the way. I had a lot of housekeeping today. Ooh, holy crap. We are going to roll into this podcast with my boy, Mr. Brandon Viss, and we're going to hear all about his adventures of while traveling the world. Let's get into it. All right, so we're sitting at the kitchen table in the kitchen, ladies and gentlemen, of Harder Show Studios, aka my basement apartment. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to do something different for the podcast. And I've been thinking about talking about traveling now for quite a while. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm not much of a traveler. So I wanted to find somebody who had some experience traveling and who I could ask questions to and talk about maybe what's so good about traveling and kind of the, the, the fun parts of traveling and also the crappy parts of traveling. Uh, and through my work, I met a man who I've kind of struck up a, uh, a friendship with and we, we've kind of, we always BS, we always have a good time at work. He's kind of become like my best buddy at work. And that's uh, Mr. Brandon Viss. And it just so happens that he also is a bit of a world traveler um, because he's he seems to always be going places. Um, when I first came into work, um, he was actually getting ready to go on a month-long trip away. Uh, but we'll ask him all about that. But uh, Brandon, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Good to be here. Right on. It's going to be fun. I, I know that you've uh, you've never done anything like this, so no. I, I, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> we'll um, figure it out. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if there's any, like I said to you before, if I do anything weird and I'm like messing with knobs or anything, don't be alarmed. Um, but we kind of, like I said, like we obviously we met through work and that. And when I came in to start working at the Travel Plaza there, you were getting ready to head on a month long journey. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, like who's this guy who's just going to F off for a month, you know? Um, and uh, where exactly were you going when I when I like was going? Well, come the in? first time I was going to Central America, and that was my biggest trip out of North America. I did a lot before in North America, but that was my first one there. So I did Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica. Cool. Um, have you always like just been a, a like even when you were a kid and that like have you just did you do a lot of like vacations when you were a kid and stuff and did you oh. travel a lot or oh yeah parents uh, when we were little. Just pack up the tent trail, pack up the tents, jump us in the vehicle. We're going out west for a month. And we just drive, <laughs> pack up the things, stop at the campsite for the night, pack up. Like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning, pack everything down every single day. <laughs> every single day. So you just, you obviously you kind of got accustomed and attached to traveling and camping oh. and that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Good at roughing it and everything. Good at roughing it. Yeah, I, I was a I was in the camping and stuff when I was younger, but I was never a uh, I was never a traveler. Um, no. I mean, uh, me personally, I I absolutely cannot stand like going to the airport and going somewhere. Like I just I absolutely hate that. Um, you know, so like what. Like when you were a kid and so you guys were doing a lot of like camping and traveling around and that kind of yeah. thing, would you say that that affected you in the sense of when you were a kid, like growing up, you were just like, hey, like I want to spend as much time as I possibly can in my adult life traveling and there's all these places I want to go see. Yeah, it's more like that. It's just like there's so much of the world to see 
and you got some people that like live in Ontario been like I haven't left like a 50 mile radius. <laughs> I'm like, like you haven't seen shit. There's yeah. nothing I, around. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, like I have no desire to go anywhere. Like I, I'll go to like Cape Breton in Nova Scotia. And I'm like, to me, that's a trip. Whereas you're going like around the world. Well, that's nice too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love going to Cape Breton and Nova Scotia and that. And I yeah. want to see more of Canada. But Oh, just, Canada's nice. I've been from coast to coast. So it's super beautiful where's where's your favorite place in canada to go you'd say <laughs> that's a tough call um did spend a weekend pi um a few years ago and then we did it with our entire family we had like a nice beach no one around for like miles it's just beautiful just red sand everything is nice calm just island life is just the Beautiful. island life and the big PEI, the island life. What what would you say, like, aside from obviously you get to see all these awesome places um, and, like, obviously the scenery you've never seen before and that kind of thing. What's, like, to you, like, aside from that, what would you say you love about, like, traveling so much other than obviously the obvious things? Well, the food and the culture. The food's, like, my best thing. I'm a big foodie. I like trying new foods, I like cooking new foods, and it's, like... I went to um, Central America and I did a homestay there. So you're living in someone's home for a day oh, or yeah. two. And it's this one morning that just like you go in and it's like they give you like rice and beans and you're like rice and beans. For breakfast? For breakfast. Where was that when you when you oh, had that? That was in Nicaragua. So we were in a homestay in Nicaragua. And I'm like, that's the day I was going to climb up a volcano. And it's like, okay, I need something nice and hearty and this and that. And they give you like rice and beans and you're like rice and beans <laughs> but you eat them it's the best food ever because it's like they know how to cook it right and it's, it's not like, like if like right now if i go on my cupboard and i make you rice and beans it's not going to be the same you'll be like <laughs> you be like what the hell is this and just throw it out no but like i had cravings for those rice and beans when i came back i'm really? like i want those rice and beans i went to some other place to like a restaurant it's like a caribbean restaurant i'm like oh they have rice and beans i'm gonna try rice and beans and i'm like this is not rice and beans these aren't bad but i'm like i want rice and beans and people are like What's their secret? I'm like, it's probably lard, but I don't care. It's probably lard. Yeah, pl like places like that, um, if I'm not mistaken, they do a lot of cooking and lard and that kind of stuff, don't they? Oh, yeah. See, I, I, just, I wouldn't even know what to do with that. But the, the family you were staying with in Nic Nicaragua? Nicaragua? Oh, yeah. Even, was... I don't even think I've even said that uh, <laughs> before in my life. But what, what was the family like? like did oh, they... it was like we came late because the ferry was like broken. So we came down and they have like leftovers for us for dinner. And it's like... Um, there's two kids and they're watching in Nicaragua. It's weird because you're thinking like the national sport is soccer, but it's not. It's baseball really? and then it's boxing. And we had these two kids and they had these little box. They were watching boxing and they were like beating each other, fighting in front of us. <laughs> they had like, it was like me and a buddy of mine and we were, they were like putting on a little show and they're like, literally full on boxing each other. <laughs> yeah. Just, and then the one guy that's like two picked up, another guy grabbed gloves and they're picking on the, like the middle child. And then the kid fell down, and they're just like, body shot, body shot, body shot. It's like, just, you can't hear it, but it's what it sounded like. It's a different language, it's like... He's probably sitting there saying body shot and whatever. What do they What do they speak over there? Uh, Spanish. Spanish? That's what so I figured. I understand a little bit of Spanish, but it's just like... It's just The culture's just so much different. You go to those places, and it's like culture shock. Like, you go to a restaurant, and 
I did it the first time I was by myself for a day before I came and I, because I did it with the tour group, but I was there for a day and they're just like, oh, there's a good cafe cross. You go and the entire menu's in Spanish. Uh, you don't know anything and you're just like, okay, I know that word and I know that word and I know so that word. So you can word. kind of piece it together Because a French and bit. Spanish, especially with Loritan, is pretty similar. So you can sort of figure it out there, but it's just like this or that. And I literally looked at the menu being like, that's a juice, that's something, I'll take that. We'll just we'll risk it. Well, just see what she see. Like that's my thing. Is was like I don't know. Like I can speak English barely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I can, I I I can sometimes understand French a little bit, but I can't speak it. I can't read it. I don't understand any other languages. For no. some reason, I seem to be able to BS my way through Spanish. Sometimes, like if someone's asking me something in Spanish, I can kind of be like, yeah, let like toaster like, I was like <laughs> no i went to a like mr sub and this is on my thing because i had a layover in panama which is actually farther you had to travel farther than back because it's like that makes sense oh that's how airports work because it's <laughs> you need it to be like a hub so yeah. you you travel like four hours like five hours on a plane and then you gotta travel two hours backwards after yeah, a four-hour layover and you're just like and we'll we'll talk about planes stuff a little bit more but but no, it's like Mr. Sub, and it's just like looking at the stuff, and I'm like, I know Polo's chicken, and I'm like, chicken, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, Polo, 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 Polo. And some other uh, English guy's like, Marco, Marco, Marco. Right? <laughs> they, they don't understand. They're just like, okay, uh, I think I know that. Well, that's like when um when we went to Montreal years ago. Mm. I um, Like I said, I don't speak any French at all. And I'm there standing in like a pizza parlor. And mm. I'm like, okay. The guy spoke absolutely no English, didn't read it, and wanted nothing to do with me, right? Yeah. But I was like, I've heard this is like the best pizza in Montreal. Yeah. So I'm standing there with a couple of my buddies, and they both speak perfect French. Well, at least enough. And so, of course, they order their stuff. And they're like, no, you're going to order on your own. I want to see you do this, right? <laughs> so my ass walks up to the counter. He's just like, oh, no, no, I'm going to do Like, whatever the hell he says. <laughs> sure. That sounds racist. But um, <laughs> I have nothing against French people, folks. Um, <laughs> some of my best friends are French. Um and I'm like, uh, I wanted like a pepperoni and cheese pizza. That's all I wanted. I wanted this pepperoni and cheese slice. And I could see it. So I was like pointing at it. But I could tell he was he wanted to be a dick about it. Like he was like, he wanted to hear me <laughs> trying to attempt to say pepperoni and cheese pizza in French. Yeah. And I don't know how you do you know how to say pepperoni and cheese pizza in French? No. Fromage. Fromage or cheese. Fromage. Fromage. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Mm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so this was me trying to order a pepperoni and cheese slice of pizza. I say, bonjour. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> this is gonna be so messed up for sure. Bonjour. Um, le <laughs> pepperoni et fromage, and he just looks at me and he's like, like. Nothing. And I was so, so then, of course, I kept repeating it and repeating as kept getting louder. I was like, pepperoni. And she, you, you ever tried that when you're the yeah. try and true American and uh, Canadian way of speaking in a, in a foreign country? Just start yelling really loud and everyone will immediately understand you. Like, yeah. I am Brandon from Canada. Oh, why didn't you say so? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. They just be like, are you serious right now? <laughs> In their own language. So, but it, that, so like we're in Nicaragua and you're, you're, you're doing a staying with this, this family. Was it like, did they speak any English? Or? Oh, no. None at all. Like you're trying to like figure them out and you're just trying to like, 
you have no idea what they're saying. But they were cool. Like, they oh yeah, they're, like, they're cool. Yeah. They do it all the time, and it's just more or less like they know like a few words and stuff like that. It's just like, it's like, what are you? It's like you have a drinking. Like, what are you drinking? And they're like, uh, they point outside to lemon. I'm like, oh, lemonade. Okay, <laughs> cool, lemonade. I like lemonade. <laughs> and they just hold thing of vodka. So I'm thinking, it's like, oh shit, <laughs> they party over here in Nicaragua. They're they're any um. Like, uh, you only drink or anything when you're over there? Or? Oh, yeah, a little. Yeah. I mean, it's so much cheaper. Like, and the rules are like Canada, too. It's like we went to like one restaurant, and he's like, Oh, we're gonna go to a restaurant, but we're gonna hit the uh, the beer store before because well, they don't serve alcohol at this restaurant. And I'm like, Well, so we're gonna dr- stop somewhere to have a drink, then do it. And he's like, No, you literally can pick up the beer, take it with you. Drink it on the streets. Are you go to the restaurant. Sit in a restaurant that you didn't order the drink and have a beer. And I'm like, so you can. So right now, if we're we're walking down the street in Nicaragua, we can walk in with a beer in each hand, sit down, order some rice and beans or whatever, and sit there and chug a beer. Yeah, we had absolutely wow. no issues with this one place. And it was this. I know the one place we went to that we did that. It was like amazing. They had like these um, like tortilla things, but they make their own, and it's like all these meats and it's this like churro meat that's like a spicy sausage style thing and it's like these huge ones you eat one and you're like super full and it cost you a buck 50 american so that's probably that's like probably a lot of money over there too though eh? or yeah the exchange rate's pretty like good like depending on where you go for food especially if you have like if I go to, you go to these places, I recommend you go with like a guy that actually knows it because then you can go to the local food places that they know which is good and you can just go like, especially the local ones where all the local people go, it's cheap. But the ones that are set up for tourists, they're a bit more expensive. Of course, I would be too. Like so they... you got to go try to like get a good guide, know where you're going and be like, oh, this place is awesome. Yeah, and see... you just go there and it's like fantastic food so you... for a good price. Yeah. So you never like... You're always make sure when you go to a place like that. You're always make sure you're with a guide. Oh yeah. Like you never go in and like just I'm gonna go to Nicaragua on my own and like just see what I can figure out. Yeah, and you're gonna go to the wrong place and walk alone at night and get shot. No, <laughs> is that, no, but is that a serious thing over there? Um, like, he I, talked to us about like a couple places and like we went to a couple places, but there's one place that we went to where he literally was like. After like eight o'clock, I don't want anyone walking back alone or even with groups. I will literally like walk you guys back to the hotel, leave those people at the bar because they'll be safe at the bar, walk you guys back, walk back. And he, our guide was really great that way. So like you were safe with him, but not alone. And I guess well, like, he knew the areas and this and that. He know what alleys not to go down and that kind of thing. Well, or? I went to one place where he said like, oh, okay, this is like the unsafest city you got to be careful never because they're not going to target you in a group because you're going to fight back yeah and it was just like this or that and especially at night don't go out in a group so we went to the bar and then I was going to go back early but no one else wanted to so I stayed and I drank more and then the next morning it was like oh I'm out of money but I need money to go to the next place and out of the country so I'm going to go walked to the atm i got lost oh no and i got lost hard i was walking in some slum areas in nicaragua and i'm like hands in my pocket staring at everyone 
mean, like, which is like not what to do. No, you you just you have to try to be like, okay, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing this, and just like, and I found my way back, and then I found my way to the ATM. It took me like twenty minutes, half an hour, and then I went to the ATM and I put my card in, and it didn't work. Uh, and I was like, are you kidding me? I got lost in the entire that. city, and this is ridiculous. I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to go out get on my own again. I'm never going to get lost. I'm going to be smart. Same thing happened again in Thailand. Got lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we, you just, it's just referring to the fact that you just went last, like this past in November. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess I really, I, I, I was like, oh, how'd you trip? Man? Like, we haven't really talked about it, but um, I'll, I'll maybe ask about it in a minute, but. Have you ever had any like was that like has that like been like the worst experience you've had as far as being in a foreign place and you're like you get lost or you have anything oh, worse like that happen or that's basically the worst thing you just, you just because got lost. you you just you don't know where you are I had no idea where my hotel was I had I didn't know the name of my hotel and since then I started carrying like the cards in my wallet and stuff like that so in case if you walk by someone who doesn't look like Maybe no, this person might help me, like, just show them the card, be like, yeah. <laughs> point which way. You look for another tourist. <laughs> yeah, well, that's gotta be, like, I would never, like, I wouldn't have the balls to do something like that. Like, just go out on my own, like, because I'd be like, yo, my ass is gonna get lost, and my ass is gonna get, like, mugged or something, like. Well, this was, like, a more of a tourist city in Thailand, so I was like, oh, I'm fine, I'm this and that, and you're just like, the guides are always like, oh, well, we'll take you to, like, this place, and then just remember that you're way back. And then I started, like, that one time I got lost, I got really good at directions. But this time it's like, oh, we're going to go this way. Oh, we're going to go visit this place and this thing and this so and this. So you're changing And you're, you're you keep and... going, changing directions and this and that, and you're like, okay. And I'm like, I sort of know my way back from here. But I was going in, I was looking for shot glasses for my brother for Christmas, and I'm like, oh, I know where one was, where we passed. So I went back there. And people were heading back, and I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I was not fine. I'll be fine. It took I was me, not fine. It took me, I think I was there lost for an hour and a half, and I didn't even find my way back to the hotel. I found my way back to my starting spot, and then I just, some other people were shopping, and I'm like, hi. And they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm lost. Do you know how to get back to the hotel? And they're like, you're not going anywhere. You look dehydrated, because, um... I had like no water on me. I haven't uh, drinking for like an hour and a half in the hot sun, and they're just like, "We're gonna stop for food and this." So it's like that's good. At least you found some people. Yeah, I know it's good. It's you, just like met a couple of German people, and it's just like, oh, I had it before. People like, oh, you meet people. So I was going to a group, so you meet other people, and it's just like you hear all these things about this and that. I'm like, I love German people. They're so I was just nice. About, I was just about to say, so I, nice. I was just about to say, man, I've, I've never met a German person that wasn't like the nicest people in the world. Yeah. Like just so chill. Yeah. And just like, just down to help you out and be, they're so nice and everything. Oh yeah. They're so nice. Like, it was like, they're so angry. I'm like, no, they're not. They're, they're, like, they're the nice. nicest people ever. Like they're awesome. So you, you've met some cool oh, yeah. people in these groups and that kind of thing. But when um, just getting back to uh, Central America for a minute, where else? Did, where else did you go in Central America when you went there? So we started off in um, Guatemala. Guatemala. And these oh, are Cosmo all Guatemala. third world countries that I went yeah. to, except for like Costa Rica. So you go to Guatemala and you go. 
like we went to like a small town like i went to like small town after small town and small town especially in central america which is nice so you just just all these small tourist towns yeah yeah but you you always see you always go to like the more try to go to the more local restaurants and try to see more of the local sites that's why you get a local guide so yeah so what like so you went to so run me through the Central America trip. So you started in Guatemala. Yeah, and then we left to Honduras, and so we're taking it all on. We do most on buses, like private buses, but we've done a couple what they like to call chicken buses, and they call them chicken buses because basically they are school buses that they travel from city to city, <laughs> and people carry everything on them. And then you sometimes they're like cramped like four seat in these school buses and people are like trying to sell you like little items walking down serious? the street. People like have like bird cages with birds in them and all this stuff and you're just like you know, what your is lug- happening right now? <laughs> you know your luggage goes on top and it's bouncing and you're just like it's my luggage is gonna fall off and you're like squished and you're just like our guide a lot of, we only did that a couple times because we did it like one time and our guide's like, do you want to go on the chicken bus or do you guys all want to pay 10 extra bucks and take a private air yeah, conditioned, I, air conditioned thing? Product. And I'm like, so I'm like, I'll so, pay the full price right now. Bus, <laughs> like, so people, I'll pay everyone's fee. <laughs> oh yeah. After one of those, it's like, yeah. It'd be a cool experience to do it once or twice, but after but that, I'd be he, like, nah. He's just like, literally, he's like, well, everyone has to agree, and some people are like, oh, I'm like, I'll pay for you if you say free. I want to go over to those again. <laughs> yeah. But what what were the buses like? Like these private buses? I like the buses that, like I'm used to seeing. Where they're oh, like, yeah. They're like they're like fans and stuff like that. They're yeah. this and that. And there was one that we did in Costa Rica that was like, well, Costa Rica is more first word anyways now but it was like because we went on um did whitewater rafting and did a lot of cool stuff like that in costa rica and it's just like oh we got the nice private one and this and that and just it was only four on a trip and we went from one place to another place and met up with our group the other place because it was just our tour guide was good at trying to figure stuff out so we could do it was it. a good tour guide yeah and then it's just like Oh, your vehicle has Wi-Fi, and you're like, oh, I have Wi-Fi, <laughs> and it's just like you can't hog all the Wi-Fi, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then everyone falls asleep, and you're like, Netflix, <laughs> Netflix, and chill on my own. <laughs> yeah. So where else did you go in Central America? So in Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and yeah. Costa Rica. So and only Costa Rica. Just, only those four countries. So how was it like kind of ending off the trip in Costa Rica? How's Costa oh, well, Rica? Well, Costa Rica was just like, first of all, you're used to paying like two, three dollars for a meal, and all of a sudden everything goes way up in way price. Up in pr- yeah, because it's, it's not a third world country. It's like... <laughs> no, it's just like this and that, and it's like this and... But it's, it's nice. I mean, one person's like, oh, we're going to go... Someone's like had their birthday and they're just like, oh, we need to celebrate your birthday here, like at this big mm-hmm. place and that. And but the great thing about when we did group of sixteen is you go in group of sixteen and alcohol is so cheap and they want you to stay there and have a great time. So is they'll, yeah. they'll give like everyone oh just because on the house everyone have a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would hear stories of um um. 
like people who travel and stuff and they would yeah. they would tell me about these bars now i think it was mostly in japan that i hear about these kind of bars i think in japan but i swear i've heard about them in costa rica and places like that too is where you know you'll walk into this bar and there'll just be all these women who work there they're not necessarily servers but they're just like they just like hang out with you and they're like these always like these beautiful women and they're like oh hey brandon like oh hi like you know oh buy a drink have some drinks have some drinks and like they're like giving you these drinks and like they're like flirting with you and stuff and like no. you, you never had that experience there because the thing is is with these places is they'll i don't know if it's these bars they they hire these women and they basically will give you and you're like oh like they're giving me free drinks all these hot chicks they're loving me yeah this is gonna be great and then you get the bill <laughs> and they're like oh you know here is bill like it's like what, what? <laughs> and it's just but you've, you've never had experience with a bar like that because no. that's gotta suck that's gotta be rough like you think like, all this there's all these chicks no, like, hitting on me we went to enough places where it's like first drinks like on us and it's yeah. like not it's like the cheap stuff but it's like but still, you, it's still. every we went to um now i'm thinking going back to thailand where it's like alarm line of bars and each one has an offer it's like first drink on us and you literally like just be like i'm stopping i'm like i'm only gonna have two drinks so it's not a big deal but i'm like honestly like if i had like two three buddies that were all like as cheap as me it's like we go to that bar then we skip that one so they don't see us and we go to the other one get a free drink go to the next one go to the next one drink. get a free drink go to the next one go to the next one you, i had a couple people that did that they're like yeah we're just gonna show up for the free drink and it's like Oh, right on, man. After three or f- after six or seven bars, <laughs> yeah. you're probably like, I feel pretty good now. <laughs> Didn't cost me a penny. <laughs> Didn't cost a cent. But you, do you have those people that like they always want to like you know go? They gotta go everywhere. Oh. They want to see everything. Oh, look at this little store. Let's go in here and see what oh. they have. Well, you go with a group and you go with enough people that it's like you don't have the... to be with those people. Yeah. Or whatever. So, yeah. and. You get some guides and tours and stuff like that, too, where it's like, oh, we're going to do this tour now or this tour, and you get, like, tour guides and some, like, you get some that are good that know, okay, they're a little impatient, we'll go through, and you get some other ones that you, they're just sitting. They're just hanging out. Like, they're like, whatever, I'm getting paid. Like, <laughs> just hang out. Yeah, we're sitting there, because I'm going back to um, Honduras. We went to, like, One Ruins, and it was really cool, and he was showing us this stuff, and then... The guide we had was a teacher, so he was really good at telling us how to do oh. stuff, like a formal teacher. And he's just like, he started giving us like this Mayan <clears throat> math lesson. And he's just like, oh, this is like this symbol and this is this. And he's like trying to teach us like Mayan math. That's and we're just like, um, I'm not in school right now. Yeah, like we don't care about this. Like, see, but, I would find that fascinating because oh, I love that kind of stuff. It was, but, like, it was fascinating, but after like the first like, Seven yeah. minutes, and you're like, really? We're okay, still man, talking about this? I guess. Let's say hypothetically here for a second that you have a business, you're in a band, you're a podcaster like me, you have a YouTube show, and you need some awesome new merch, business cards, logos, even maybe some t-shirts done up. Well, you need to look no further than my man, Mr. Jason Reese, over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Jason is offering a special 10% off discount just for listeners of The Harder Show when you mention The Harder Show upon contacting him. But what exactly does he do? Well, Jason does t-shirts, posters, album design, tickets, photo manipulation, you guys still with me? Advertising, business stationery, mailers, brochures, fine art... <gasps> 
and anything else you can imagine, Jay Bridges Larts can create it. Jason's done all of the t-shirts, logos, banners, and all social media stuff for both the Harder Show and for Harder Guitar Services, so I can promise that you will love and be inspired by what Jason comes up with. You can contact him on the web at www.jaybird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, digitalarts.com. Or you can search for him on Facebook and Instagram under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. Search hashtag Jaybird Digital Arts for a look at all of his awesome and unique work. So, um, going to going to these places with these tour guides and that, like, have, have you like seen some like, like in Central America? Like you saying, you, you saw some ruins and that. Is there anything else kind of cool that you saw when you were in Central America? Well, I climbed up a volcano. In the oh yes, yes, that I was going to ask about that. That was fantastic, but um. The, the way we did the volcano though was just like be first it's supposed to be like a 10 all day thing so you wake up like a, I think I woke up like at 5 in the morning 5, 4, 30 in the morning you wake up and that's when we had the um, homestay so it's like this big oh, huge, yeah, yeah. big breakfast and I'm like I feel guilty having them wake up and make me this nice breakfast but I'm like I mean, hey, if they want to, yeah, so it's it probably really... cool for them. Like, they're probably like not not to be racist, but they're like, oh, like, look at these white people that come and they climb a volcano. What the hell's wrong with them? Like, yeah, let's no. feed them rice and beans and send them on their way. Like, well, it's a good protein, man. It keeps oh, yeah, you good, sure. keeps you going, and it's like. So we went on this trail thing, and about like half my group went on it, and it was like, okay, it's like you got because we did group things and you take options. You can do a volcano, or you can just sit around. And see the nice view and drink all day, and I'm like, both sound very. I see. I that's that's my problem, though, man. It's like, like say you and I decide to go to friggin' uh, this place, and you're like, yeah, I want to go climb the volcano. I'll be like, I'm gonna stay here and have some beers, and uh, I'll I'll uh, take well, a picture for that's, me. That's the great <laughs> thing, though. Like you can go on these groups with friends, and you can do that type yeah. of stuff. But we went on this thing, and first thing you're doing is you're walking through, and you're walking up the volcano. And the first thing, it's all jungle, and so we're walking up. And we had like a 30 person with us. And every time we got a good pace, and they were like a 35-year-old smoker. And oh, I'm course. like, this volcano is a kilometer and a half up high. And at some of the elevations, it was like six, 50, 60%. Like, oh, wow. it's so super steep. And so we're just, at the beginning, it's like, oh, it's like a regular this one. It's so a bad. bit of a trail thing through the jungle. And then it was like every like 10 minutes, oh, I need a rest. I need a rest. And we're all like, are you serious? We've only been walking for you can 20. Re- you can rest if you want, but we're going to keep going. 20. So we had like two guides on us, which was really good because we ended up going farther later. But it was like, we we did the jungle and everyone's like, oh, man, that was so tough. And then you look at the elevation afterwards. Yeah, it got it's even like we're not steeper. even halfway there, buddy. And there's no path. It's literally you're walking they didn't clear out a path on this mountain or anything. It's just complete rock surface. Oh, wow. And you're you're walking up and you're just like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> I got to do this. This was like one of the things that I chose this trip for is I want to go up a volcano. And you're looking out and you're like, we first came up and it was cloudy as like, sh- it was just super cloudy. You couldn't see anything. And you're like, you kidding me? Am I going to get up here and not see anything? And then it's like literally you're climbing up the steep thing and everyone just shouted. I'm like, clouds are receding. Someone, everyone whipped out their phones and their cameras and you're just like, try to take, take a little pictures of like the little spaces. And it's just like, 
So I got some pictures where it's like cloud, cloud, and then it's like a tiny little space, and you see and see like the ground from like super high oh, up. Wow! And it's just they're really nice photos, but you're like it's super windy, and you're like, I just have my phone camera with me because I didn't want anything more thing because you fall, you break it. And yeah, like, exactly. Try don't get your fingers in it. Like I go look at some of my photos, and I'm like, I gotta edit all these fingers out. Going, <laughs> and you just like it's crop just, the fingers out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so thing, and it's so nice up there. And you went up to the thing, and at the end, it was like, oh, we still got, like, um, you're climbing up, and it's like, oh, you, like, climb up for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and he's like, oh, yeah, we did, like, an extra, like, 50 meters, 100 meters, and you're like, we've been climbing for, like, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. My legs are aching. Did you say we only did 50 meters? What the... Yeah, it's like you're not even halfway there yet. So, what would you have done? Like, so, well, like, what was it like? So, you guys got to the top. Oh, yeah, right? we got up to the summit and you couldn't see anything. Oh. And it's just because it was so foggy and stuff like that. And it's like this tiny little edge and it's so windy. And it's like this, and like right underneath is like, and this was technically was still an active volcano. So it was still smoking. It was still this. And the top, you, you just smell the sulfur. Yeah. And you just like, it's windy. You're blowing and you're like, you're trying to take photos. But people are like, oh, gather around. I'm like, I don't want to gather around. Gust of red hits me the wrong way. I'm going to die in a volcano. I mean, that would be a cool way to die. But I don't want to die right now. So, okay. So I'm, I'm sitting at work, right? I'm hanging out. And uh, say someone comes in. Hey, did you have a Brandon? What happened? Hey, fell on a volcano. <laughs> like, I'd, just be like, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, all right. Like, what would your ass have done if you're, you're, you're at the top of the volcano with all these tourists and stuff and all of a sudden them start rumbling? <laughs> what would you run? <laughs> just jump. Like, well, the worst part is you would die trying to run down that volcano because it's still the same elevation yeah. down. And believe it or not, like, all right, you're up the volcano. I'm pushing myself because I'm like, I got to go up this volcano. I got to do this. I am super tired. I'm like completely exhausted by the time mm-hmm. I get up there. And it's like, oh, now we got to go down. That's and the it's, too. It's and thing. it's like you're steep. And then you, it's hard to go down because you're just, when you're going up, you're just pushing yourself up. When you're going down, you have to make sure you don't slide or your thing. Yeah, because then you'll just fall off a volcano. <laughs> well, we had someone on our trip. What they ended up doing is they tripped. And they slid, oh. and it was a girl, and she ripped her pants oh. completely, like, damn. And I was behind her for a bit. I'm like, be a gentleman, eyes up top. Up be a top. gentleman, <laughs> eyes up top. Uh. You gotta be a thing, because you're just like, like, I got scrapes and this and that, but, I mean, that wasn't my worst thing. I majorly got, where was this? I think it was in Honduras. I decided to go snorkeling. Um, not the smartest no. idea. Well, we went to the beach and they're like offering snorkels. They just have like people walking me like, oh, you want a snorkel? Because like literally there's one place in Honduras, you can go right off the reef. Like you swim like three, four minutes out. You got reefs, you got fish, yeah, you got everything and stuff like that too. And I went too, and I'm like, oh, I'll try. You can do the snorkel, you do the things. Apparently, I suck at snorkeling. So I, I go in, and I'm out there for like maybe a minute or something like that. And then I can't breathe anymore because I'm not doing it right, apparently. <laughs> not I, got, I got eyes through my 
I get water through my thing. So I see like some beautiful thing waves, but I feel like minute I got to like take it thing, like shake it out, put it yeah, back yeah, on, put the snorkel on and I keep going. Maybe it was and, defective. And I keep going and I keep doing it. And then I'm like, oh, it wasn't bad. I mean, I saw a couple of really cool fish in this, not as much as other people. And of course I ran into some reefs and I cut my leg a little oh, bit. God. And then I come back and I'm like, go to the thing and people are like, oh, you're a little red. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, let go of my arms. Okay, I can handle that. And then I go like this, and I'm like, I am bald. I have no hat. I didn't wear a bandana. Oh, I burnt dude. my scalp completely, and it's just like. And then I end up putting a hat on for the rest of the day, and it was just like. Oh, that and the worst me. part is later is I realized I didn't also wear a t-shirt when I was snorkeling, so I burned oh, my back, no. but I didn't burn it evenly because the water surface. <laughs> was sort of like in the little dent yeah, in your yeah, back. Yeah. So it's bouncing off the light. So yeah. it's fine there. So I have like this weird checker pattern on my back. <laughs> and it burned like that. And then it tanned like that. So I literally, like I didn't burn the rest of my back or tanned it. So for like the next three months, if I ever had my shirt off, it was the weirdest thing looks- ever. Because I have like a big huge like dot, like the flag of J- opposite flag of Japan on me. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> opposite flag of Japan. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's red on the outside, right in the middle. So ridiculous. <laughs> but um, kind of, kind of moving on from Central America, there. How was um, this last year when you went away in November? There, um, I know you went to Thailand. Yeah. But uh, where else? Where else did you go? Vietnam, Thailand, and Laos. That was it. Was Vietnam and Laos? I couldn't remember. So, <clears throat> so I started off going to Vietnam. And that was fun because even you get there, first of all, it takes you, I think, 18 hours to get there. So my first flight was, no, it took me longer than 18 hours to get there. My first flight was 15 hours. Oh, my, I would, oh, my God, I would and off myself having to stop playing for 15 I hours. I left at 2 in the morning. My flight left at 2 in the morning. I didn't nap any of that thing, I was like, I was nervous. This was like my longest thing. It was so thing. I was just one of those shaky things. Like I'm always getting nervous before I fly. And I'm like, yeah. I go on the flight. I'm like, I didn't sleep. And on the plane, I didn't sleep at all either. That Barely was, like every hour or two. So you show up at that thing. And you show up and it's like, oh, you. by the time you get there, it's like, you show up like, at, I leave at two in the morning, get but I get there, it's about 10 o'clock at night, our time. But it's 10 o'clock in the morning, yeah, their time. Because yeah. it's 12 hours difference. And you're literally like... You're exhausted. but You're like, exhausted. You can't really sleep. You can't do anything. And it's just like, I'm in a completely different country. I don't know the language. I'm hungry. They got some food. But it's like, literally, it's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I walk to like... The one convenience store and I just like grabbed a whole bunch of snacks. I'm like, I don't feel like sitting at a restaurant by myself being like, because I've done that before and you just like, you never know what you're going to get because you don't know yeah, anything what, on the menu. What, what you, is, sorry, what, what is Vietnamese food like? Well, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a lot of noodles and Yeah, yeah that's what I figured. I can't stuff. remember what it's called, like Pengai Thai or something. Or, yeah. I don't know. 
can't remember what it's called. I know there's a there's a place in Oshawa. Pad that's Thai. It. That's it. Pad Thai and that. That's more in Thailand, but it's like all this other stuff too. And like it's just, it's really good food and it's really good soup, but it's like you really never know what's good and not. And yeah. I came and I went on the plane too, and it was like oh, it's like the Asian because it wasn't on an Asian Asian airline, so it's like Western or Asian. And I'm like, it's like we have like a traditional like Asian oatmeal, and I'm like oh, I'll give that a try. I'm like. I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's mushrooms in my oatmeal. What? What are you? Why is there <laughs> mushrooms in oatmeal? And it's like this really weird sauce. And I'm like, <laughs> not gonna eat that. Not I'm like, if that. I go on planes, I'm eating restaurant. <laughs> uh, I mean, so, airplane food's not that good to begin with. Yeah. But you're just like, are you kidding me? It's either that or oatmeal with mushrooms in it. That's the most bizarre thing. Um, but so, like, what, what, what kind of you get like Western style snacks over there and stuff too? Oh yeah, like you Vietnamese can, snacks. And... You can get Western stuff, this and that, and what I saw a lot was A um, and W root beer. So that's like really? a can. Oh, A and W is Canadian brand, yeah. right? And I was going and I had an Australian roommate, um, roommate, well, and he looked at it guy. and he looked at it and he's just like, just like salmella or something like that. I'm like, no, that's root beer. And he's like, what's root beer? I'm like, I don't know, but it's Canadian apparently. So. Just like what you don't, you didn't know what root beer was? No, he didn't know what root beer. Oh, was. I thought you meant you didn't. I was like, the hell? You no, like? I'm just like I'm just like it's made from like roots and stuff. Of, it's like a roots and beer. <laughs> it's like a pop that's made from like some roots and some other flavoring stuff. And he's like, oh, it's oh I mean, he's like, it's good. He's like, I've never heard of A and I'm like, it's a Canadian brand. I'm like, what's yeah. a Canadian brand doing here? I'm like. That's know. kind of bizarre. I had an A&W root beer. Yeah, you saw it everywhere. And it's in like these weird cans. And it has like um, the Thai language written on it too. So it's like it's they weird. ship A&W root beer to those countries. And apparently, I guess it's popular enough. Huh. I never knew that. Shout out to Vietnam uh, for carrying A&W. And for, <laughs> I, I have had a couple listeners from Vietnam. So, um, but, uh, so I went to Vietnam. Um, anything cool happened when you were in Vietnam? Anything you want to talk about? No, I mean, it was... Oh, what well, we did one thing in Vietnam is we um we decided to play football or soccer, whatever you want whatever to call, you want it. call it, um against some of the locals, and that was fun. Like it was a bunch of they were older locals; they were like forty, which was fine because it gave us a fair advantage. Because <laughs> <laughs> ruthless, it just gave us a fair advantage. They were a bunch of old people. So. Well, I mean, we had some people from England and Scotland and. Germany, they all play football. I'm Canadian. We don't play football. Yeah, we don't play football or we play soccer. And, and we, we don't, don't play, play well. well. Yeah, we don't play, we're not very good soccer players. Over no, here. but I was actually, man, I never felt like I've exercised more in my life. And we only paid for like 45 minutes. And it was like, literally like, because I'm like, oh, I'll just play D. And it's like not that big of a deal. It was a big deal. Because they were like, Ruth, they're probably like, we got to kick these tourists' ass over here. Oh, yeah. But you know what? If they're a little rough, so I grew up, it's like, oh, it's about sportsmanship and this and that. Mm. If you tackle someone to the ground, they're just like, good hustle, good hustle. Really? And they're it's just, just like, ruthless, nice. Right? It's just... Just knock some kid over. So I'll go, sorry, buddy. No, but you got this big thing and just like... I've done it a couple times where I just went and I just... I'm just like, I feel like I'm playing, like, American football because I'm, like, body-checking these guys yeah. trying to get these balls. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking people are going to, like, do me a get side bit. I'm, yeah. like, it's the only way I can do it. 
and it's like literally like, good hustle and they're just like you're playing good i'm like i thought you didn't play football and i'm like i have it since high school but i, I have it. we didn't play it like this <laughs> we had to be fair in manners yeah, if you if you tackle after, a kid after you please take a shot <laughs> Hey, hey, take a shot, eh? You ever like you ever like mess with people when you go? They're like, oh yeah, I'm Canadian, eh? How's it going, eh? That's a back bigger, eh, bud? Like, no. you ever like mess with anyone over there? Doing oh, that? a little bit, but it's <laughs> yeah. not that big of a deal. <laughs> so when um, what was the coolest thing you saw when you were in Vietnam? Um, all we saw was these um, these tunnels. There was these Vietnamese tunnels that they had where during the Vietnam War, but they all bombed them and stuff like that. And these tunnels are, like, super, super tight. Like, I don't know, like, maybe the hole's, like, the size of, like, a small laptop or something like that. And, serious? like, well, they were, because the Vietnam people with, especially back there with the lack of nutrients and stuff like mm. that, they did not go to be very tall. And they had all these huge tunnel systems underneath, and it was, like, you did all these tunnels and stuff like that, and it was like these tiny little tunnels. And I tried fitting into like, just like the beginning of one, not even like the stretch underneath. And I went in and I'm like squeezing in, trying to get in. I'm like I'm this and that, and it was just like, I'm you like couldn't get in. I tried to get, and I went in and I got out, and then I was like, oh man, that was tight. And some girl from another two group came after me, and she got stuck. And we had like we had to get like two, three people like lifting up her arms trying to get her out because it was wow. just they were so tight. And you're, you're and you're a pretty like like you're like you're well, probably what six foot five eleven somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you're and you're pretty like you're not scrawny, but like you're a skinny dude. So the fact yeah. that you got stuck. Oh yeah, and it's just like you're doing it, and then afterwards they had like these tunnels too, where it's like oh we're. You want to actually try some of these other ones? I'm like, if there anything like that, and I'm like, oh no, we made them like three, four times the length. And I'm like, you walk in and you're like, the second you walk in, you're like, I'm so claustrophobic. I didn't even think That's I was claustrophobic, crazy. and it's just like, it's like, when like once you start, you can't stop for yeah. like a hundred meters, and you're like this, and you're like crunched, and you're back, and you're like, my back's hurting, I gotta go, and it's like. You stop, it's like, do you want to keep going or you want to stop at 100 meters? Because like, it's like 500 meters or something. Like you can do the whole tunnel or something like that. And everyone's like, up, up. And they're like, are you worse? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how can you do that? It's just so And they were doing that, tired. like, just running around under those tunnels and stuff during the war. Like, that's yeah. insane. No, but the thing is, they were a lot smaller. Like, they're crawling. Mm -hmm. And they had such a good tunnel system. Like, you could see, like, little fence and stuff like that too that they made out of like ant hills and stuff like that and you could not like they're like oh that's like a ventilation shaft and you're like looking at yeah, it super carefully yeah. and you're like Are you kidding me like i still can't see it and you're staring right at it so that's why the americans just decided to napalm everything <laughs> and blow it oh, God. <laughs> the, that's why they just decided they, they said they, yes enough of these tunnels this well great. that's the only way they caught it is, is they would follow people see them go into the tunnels they would mark it and then they would just call in support and yeah. bomb them and it's just like you're looking and you're just like oh man that's I'm absolutely insane to think so that glad i'm not american because right <laughs> it's just like it's just one of those things that's like oh, i'm so glad we weren't super involved in that war yeah is, is there like any like kind of talking about that 
in your two group was in there, was there any like older Americans or anything or like no, people we, who like might kind of remember that? I went on bit? the one thing where the oldest thing was um, oldest my tour group could be was forty, so no one really oh, remembered. So, okay, yeah, yeah. so I did more of a younger tour group, and it was like our guide though was really think he said he was a translator for the Americans, so he told us some good stories oh, yeah. and stuff like that about like him translating and stuff like that, and because. He was talking about like when they first discovered like the traps and stuff like that the Viennese people made. Yeah, out of all this brutal traps and stuff. Bamboo. They were trying to figure out what the poison was that they put on the traps, and he basically they're just like. He asked the person, and they translated, and the guy he 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 looked and he laughed, and the Americans are like, "What? What's the poison?" And he's like, "Shit." Yeah, it's not the poison. Po- the yeah, poison's shit. literally shit. Yeah, they used to. Yeah, that's what they would rub on them. Yeah, so it's like, that's brutal. They put them on like the steaks. And, oh, that's that, that. getting off uh, of that. So where else did you go when you were there? Like, I, I know you went to Thailand, obviously. We did Laos. Laos. And then Laos. That was it. Laos was my favorite place there because, literally, we did Vietnam, and it was like city after city after city. We did a little bit of countryside, but it was mostly cities. And you went to Laos, and it's just like. It's the country. I live in the country. I love the country. Never get to move to the city. Yeah. Especially not one of those cities. And it's just like this or that. And it was just, you went there. It's beautiful. And it's just a calmer lifestyle too. And like we had people that were like a lot more friendly. You go to like some of the markets in like Vietnam and it's like, put you like look at one item and they're pushing you're pushing you're yeah, pushing you yeah yeah you go i went to like a market too and i'm literally in the booth like two feet from the guy and i'm looking at stuff and after like four minutes of looking at his booth he just said can i help you and i'm like um oh, just looking he's like okay and i'm like Finally, like, yeah. a nice, polite guy. <laughs> Instead of, like, no, no, you buy, you buy stuff, buy stuff, buy stuff. Like, I'll give you a discount. I'll give, give you a discount. discount. I'll give you a discount, friend. Come on, friend. Help me out, friend. <laughs> yeah. um, but what's the food situation like in Laos? Like, what are they, uh, oh, kind well, of the same type it's, of food? Or? Pretty much the same thing. But what Laos has is this thing called, um, they call it, like, sticky rice. Yeah, yeah. And... Basically, they were being like, you can eat like a bowl of this and be fine because it just sticks to your esophagus. And I'm like, oh, so it's basically constipation in rice form. So. <laughs> constipation. They couldn't call it that because, you know, it's, that's called constipation rice. <laughs> like, no one eat it. But sticky rice. Ah. Well, that's what it is. It's like it's supposed to be just sticks to you. And it's just like, oh, okay. Did, and did you try some? Or? Uh, I tried some. We had one person in uh, New Zealand that they, they they ate some of the ad and they ate some other stuff. And they literally were like, oh, I feel like thing. And I'm like, what's wrong? They're like, I haven't shit in three days. <laughs> and I'm like, that's brutal. <laughs> so it literally is constipation rice. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, the monks eat it because it just keeps them full for a while. I'm like, that's because nothing can get Nothing comes out. It's just like, oh, that's brutal. So, I mean, you eat some of that and you got to be careful. You got to eat some more Western food and this and that. Yeah. And At least it's good that you can get some while you're there. No. So, you got this and that and you got a lot of vegetables that you don't get here. We had a big um, joke, especially with this one Scottish person about, um, ever heard of morning glory? So, it's a vegetable, but apparently it's also something, a vulgar term in Scotland, meaning... 
You can say whatever it is, doesn't matter. But <laughs> I, we, haven't, we haven't dropped any f bombs or anything yet this show, so you can go all out here. <laughs> Basically, it's out of action in the morning. So <laughs> okay, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure what. So morning glory there. means erection in the morning, but it's also a vegetable. So every time people order, oh, I love morning glory. Like, and he'd be like, oh, laddie, I love a morning. <laughs> I can't do a Scottish accent. He oh, probably he just that. it was just hilarious because he got it, a couple of the English people got it, but. I think it was like a Canadian that was saying it that never heard the term See, before if, other than the vegetable. If I had said, I'll have, like, I'd love some morning glory and they laughed, I'd be like, okay, yeah, like, I get it. But like, just, what is so funny about that? Like, oh, it's just one of those things. <laughs> that's brutal. Uh, I bet you traveling with the Scottish guy was funny. Oh, man, yeah. He was, he was he great. Was <laughs> Um, so then after, after that, you went to Thailand and that was, was that where you ended the trip? Off? Yeah, we asked, we ended the trip in Thailand. So we did that and we did, well, the one thing that I liked about Ferry Laos is we did like a homestay in the middle of the thing. So we went on a boat on a river and we traveled for about 10 hours to a small village in the middle of nowhere, which is like really interesting but everyone's just like, oh, man, I'm so glad I took my malaria pills and this and that. And I'm sitting there being like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it was. Because I'm like, I'll be fine. We're, not, we're just going to cities and stuff like that. And I forgot about the little homestead. Yeah. So I'm literally like bug spraying myself like every two yeah, hours. I'm yeah. like, I can't get sick. I can't get sick. I can't no, get you, sick. I'm not going to get screwed. I'm not going to get screwed. I'm not going to get screwed. I mean, you have like a, you sleep in like these bud nets too, but I like, I sprayed myself like before I went to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, where's my bug spray? <laughs> oh, God. I just it, picked it, your ass. You just... <laughs> <laughs> goes back to sleep. Basically, he's just like, I can't die. <laughs> I can't die. Again, I'm picturing like, myself at work. and just like, you know, something comes down. Hey, do you want Brandon? Come on. And I died in, uh, in, in Laos from malaria. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, well, you know. <laughs> the one thing about Laos was we all were flipping out. We were um, we were looking at the sky, and there's this little black dot in the middle of the sky. And we're just like, what's that? And everyone's just like, I think it's moving. I think it's flying. And everyone's, and people are like, what is it? I'm like, it's a UFO. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it's an undead, identified flying, flying object. Undead. It's a UFO. And people are like, it's aliens. It's aliens. I'm like, no, it's the Americans. It's always the Americans. It's the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so you legit saw something up in the sky you yeah know. we and it was like it was like this black dog people like, it's a weather balloon i'm like it's too big to be a weather balloon why would they have a middle yeah, that's trip why would there be a weather balloon right. in the middle of laos <laughs> it was the middle of the day no it's like right when the sun was setting and stuff like that and you're just uh, like right what is it and like everybody saw it and i'm like we're trying to get photos but the, like the sun was too bright and it's just like of course just like oh. those UFOs are smart. They don't. Uh, no, they don't, don't mess around. They don't take good photos either. They don't take good photos. <laughs> Stay where you're going. Like and they started moving like farther down. I'm like, oh, maybe it's falling the sun, but the, it was falling faster than the sun. And like, well, it's not falling at the same thing as the gravity of the. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that's trippy. That's a, you, you ever had other experiences like that? Like, no, it's countries? just like no, that's that's just super weird. No, that's bizarre. See, I'm a true believer, so like, you know. no, it was just weird like it was just freaky that's very weird um but how, how was thailand in general? oh it was good i mean you start off it started off being like it just was weird when we went there because we went on the boat and they had 
they had beers and people like, oh, we got to get rid of our louse money. And they had beers on the boat and it's a 10 hour boat. And we're going at the way back and people are like, oh, I'm just going to spend the rest of my money buy everyone a beer. Our beers are not the regular, they're not the regular um, mm-hmm. 350. They're 710. And you drink, I, so I'm like, I'll buy a beer, drink one of those. And then it's like, oh, we're going to, I'm like, I think I'm good. I think I had like two of those. And people are like, oh, I'm going to buy everyone a beer. You want one? And I'm like, okay, I think we still, buying, got, you know? we still got an hour left. And I had a beer and we we're drinking it. And it's literally like, oh, and then it's like, oh, we're uh, getting off the boat in like five minutes. I'm like trying to chug this like and that was 750 yeah. beer. And then you're like sitting, it's like, I they didn't care that we were drinking them in the vehicles either on the way to the That's, border, which is wow, just really? fantastic. Sometimes. Which is just great. <laughs> so you're just, you're driving and you're just, you're drinking it and you're like, and then you're like at the border and it's like, oh, you got to enter like this and that. And most of these places, like they're pretty fine with the border. Like it's not like a So they're not very curve. strict? Well, they're strict for this and that. And it's this, we had my roommate, apparently you can only be in, Thailand for like 15 days at a time your first trip ever is 30 days and then it's 15 at a time mm. he started a trip in Thailand for like two days and then he went out of the country and then he was like gonna spend 30 days there afterwards and they were gonna charge him like 10 15 bucks American for every day it was their extra and he was just like oh, that's gonna be a lot of money that sucks and he was trying to figure it out and this and that and it's just like but I'm going and I'm like Man, I'm buzzed. And then we 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 we, we 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 went to um we went to Thailand, and they drive on the wrong side of the road. So I went in the vehicle, and he started driving, and I'm like, "What's going on? We're gonna yeah. get hit. We're You're gonna like, get hit, dude. We're gonna die. We're gonna get hit." I'm just like, "Look at you, like, weird. look at this." It's just weird, and like people are just like people in New Zealand, like they drive on the wrong side of the road. They drive on the right side of the road here, like, and I'm like, "What?" And they're just like, "Yeah, the right side of the yeah road," and I'm just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're a little buzz, you're like, oh shit, we're gonna die. And they're just like, yeah, now you know what we felt when we first came here because they drive on the yeah, other side of the road too, and you're just like, oh. Well. That's gotta be a trip. I would be freaking out the entire time if we were driving on the wrong side of the road. Oh. Well, you think that's weird. Um, In Vietnam, what we did was one of. I thought I was legit gonna die. We were on um, little. You know those bicycle carriage things yeah, yeah we were on one of those things and we're just driving the middle things and in especially in vietnam there is mopeds and motorbikes yeah everywhere it is 95 98 of the vehicles that are on the road and we're going and it's like this and some places it's fine but we went one where it's busy traffic and you're like this and that you're zipping and in and out in between cars the, and stuff. The no, between motorbikes are just oh yeah, this and that, and they're so close to hitting you that it's just like I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. You're I'm sitting like oh god, oh god, oh god. Yeah, that would trip me out. I, I wouldn't I'm, be able to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna die. And then even later on in um, Vietnam, we did a motorbike tour too through one of the cities, and then you're literally on a motorbike, and it was just like. It was like a nice thrill and stuff like that too, but it's literally like you're in like the mix of like the huge traffic and you're just like, that's true. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> it's, it's not even worse when you're on a bicycle and you're driving on a highway with mopeds. We did that as well. We did a bike tour and it was fantastic. The one thing we did though is we went to, um, we went to a brewery that made um, rice wine. 
Oh yeah. And that is pointed stuff. And there's and it's cheap. Like literally you can buy a liter. Yeah, it'd be cheap to make probably. It's well it's super cheap to make. They show us how to make it and they said you can buy a liter for a dollar American. Wow. And that's 40, 45%. How to taste though, was it like? Oh man, it's like the worst. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, yeah, you're not drinking, you're not, you're not going to be at a fancy restaurant. Yeah, sell us some rice wine, please. Like, no, like, you had, this you went is to a couple, drunk. you had a couple restaurants, the bars that had, it's like, oh, we make our own ice, rice wine too, but it's more like a whole bunch of like, young tourists that are like I yeah. dare you to drink two shots of exactly yeah, they're like I dare you to drink a glass of and then they, we had we had people that were daring each other to do it and like oh, you want another shot you want another shot and it's literally like people had like three shots or something of the stuff and we're going on a bicycle and I'm like oh, you're God. drinking and driving man. you're drinking and driving bro. okay so I, I got the meal for you right here then we, we're gonna start off with uh, with some sticky rice and we're gonna have our um, uh, rice rhyme with it <laughs> And what, what what's like? What would you have for like dessert if I take that? Is something like dessert or anything? Like, well, I'm assuming the food's kind of all well, somewhat similar. Well, actually, Thailand, I know it'd be a little different. My but. favorite dessert there would have been their um, coconut ice cream. Oh yeah. So basically, it's you get ice cream, you squeeze the water out of it or milk, as they want to call it, like coconut milk. Yeah. And then they just turn it into ice cream. Interesting. It's really good because I'm lactose intolerant. It was yeah, so you would, it's yeah. so good. I ate that all the time, especially in Thailand. They, can you get that here? Like, is that even a thing? Or? Probably couldn't. Yeah, you, you would have, have special order. You would have to get like the coconut milk and this and that. And by the time you get it, it's probably more expensive than burger rice. Cream. Yeah. But how was that? Uh, how was how was like? Did you see anything kind of like crazy or weird in like Bangkok or anything? So I always hear stories about. Uh, you know, um. No, I mean, nothing, like, super weird. You got all these, um, well, I'll just call them what my guy calls them, ladyboys. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere, lady and it's just, like, that. this and that, and just, I had it before, especially, this was before I we went to Bangkok, we did, like, a Thai boxing match. Oh, yeah, And we yeah. saw one of those, and it was, it was, Intense. it was good. Oh, it was fun, it was good. I know they had, like, a little sideshow where they had, um... They got three guys in, and they blindfolded them all, and then just started wheeling each other. And it was just hilarious, because they just had a good time, and then one guy just closed his eyes and started spinning around and, like, trying to rail on people. And, like, he found he found a guy and started railing on the guy, and the guy's like, I'm the ref, I'm the ref. I'm the ref, stop! <laughs> You're disqualified. That's well, it was just a fun thing, and it was hilarious. But it was just, no, but we went to Bangkok, we saw some of those too, and it was just like, we went to the one, one bar and stuff like that too, and like, I didn't see like, it was too weird in Bangkok, it was like, God, not weird, but just like stuff that you're kind of like, oh, hello, like, well, the weirdest thing is ever is I went to the one bar, and I mean, I don't, it might have been my thing, because I had one or two drinks, and I'm trying to go to the bathroom, and I'm going, and the bartender's just like, no. And I'm like, bathroom, he's like, no. And I'm like, well, I bite up. It's like the bars in the back where they serve the booth and stuff like that. And he's just like shaking his head, no. And I'm like, fine. And he turns around and I'm like, I'm going to risk it. So yeah. I start moving and then all of a sudden I get a yank. And he literally grabs me by the collar of my shirt and just yanks me back. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to go to the bathroom. He's like, no, no. And I'm like, fine, I'll go to the McDonald's. I'll go to the McDonald's over the street and like, oh, we don't have a washroom either. 
And it's like, are you what? kidding me? Like, these places need washrooms. Like, I don't know what's going on here. But it's like, uh, anyone want to go back? <laughs> Why didn't they have washrooms? That's bizarre. I, I, they wouldn't let me go back to the thing. It's just like weird. That's weird. Of course, what I was drinking was, um, they call them buckets. Which is basically, they give you a bucket with like ice and you have to be a little careful with the ice, but it's, you know which ice is good and which yeah, is Yeah, yeah. And then just like, it's Red Bull and it's like vodka shots or something like that. And they put like four or five vodka shots in each bucket. Jesus. And they give you like a couple of straws to share and stuff like that too. But it's just like, we were doing that one time and they put a couple of shots in. And the one person I was with, um, the Scottish guy, he's yeah. just like, one more. <laughs> one more, come on. I'm all out, I bring it out. Well, we've, we've had that before, too, where we've been to, like, restaurants before, and someone doesn't get the food, and like, oh, we're so sorry, we didn't get free food. Is there anything that we can do? And she's just like, free shots for the table, and they literally give everyone a free shot for the yeah. table. Yeah, well, right on. So it's just like... <laughs> so it sounds like you've had some fun. What would you say has been your... Uh, there's, I mean, I know there's a lot of places we didn't talk about. I'm sure you've gone to, but where, um, where would you say has been your favorite place that you've gone Ooh. In total, like out of everywhere you've ever been, mm. do you have a favorite place? Like a place you want to go back to just because you had so much fun there? Oh, it's one island in Nicaragua. Yeah. It's just, just really nice. It's really cheap stuff. It's just fantastic. Like, really great view. That's where we went. The snorkeling and stuff, I'd be a little bit smarter. This time. Be a little bit smarter. But it's just really nice there and if I had the money because you can buy like a condo there for like $60,000 oh, yeah. so hmm. it's probably American but still <laughs> <laughs> be probably a little more here but right on, we're kind of getting ready to wrap it up here I appreciate you coming and uh, yeah, no hanging out and talking about world traveling and that kind of thing I meant you mentioned earlier about going on a 15 hour flight yeah and was has that that was the longest flight you've been on oh yeah and, and that was brutal so do you do you like flying like do you like kind of the hustle and bustle of airports and stuff like that because the reason i hate flying so much the reason i think i don't like traveling so much is i, I like being at places and trying new culture and all this cool stuff but it's it's the getting there like oh yeah for me to go into an airport is like it's my least favorite thing in the world to do i hate it it's just so hustle and bustle hustle and bustle and that but what was like that you ever had that, like a really really bad experience flying in or anything um well, I think my worst, I mean, that one, that trip I went on to, I was trying to take, like, gravel and stuff like that so I could sleep. Yeah. And I could not sleep at all. Like, I took, like, an hour nap, up, hour nap, this. But, no, I mean, it's not, like, the worst sleep I ever had, especially when I was traveling. Because I know when we went on these trips, we did a couple um, sleeper trains. And when I went on, they decided it is too dangerous to, to dim the lights at night so the lights are fully bright on in the middle of the night all night long and you're just like oh that was on my trip to bangkok so i'm like oh, i'm gonna stay up and have fun the last night but it's like up all night because of the lights and stuff like that it's just ridiculous <laughs> but um no i mean you ever hit any like really bad turbulence where you just like dropped out of the air or anything? oh no nothing like that i mean the worst thing I ever had is when I, um, one time when I shaved my head completely bald, had a cup of tea, was wearing like a really thick coat, really thick boots, 
and was sweating and I went up to security and it's like my first time ever on a thing. They just were like What's up with this guy? Um yeah, they they patted me down, they uh checked me they checked me for explosive residue, they everything I could ever think of they're just like checking you boots for. off, this off. Yeah. Fingers here, fingers there. It's a sketchy looking dude here, man. He's got a big thick coat on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was going to I was going to Thunder Bay then because I was living up there, and I came back for Christmas. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna cut my hair before I go, and apparently I had the wrong blade and it went completely bald, so it was uh, like completely like all bald, bald, yeah. bald, and it's just like people are just like. Just sketchy looking brother over there. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, he's about to be randomly selected, put on the glove. <laughs> it could have been worse, I guess. Oh but. yeah. <laughs> but well, right on, man. Thank you very much for coming and hanging yeah, out and, and doing this. We may need to do something like this again, which was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you for sharing some stories. Having any 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 more kind of crazy stories that are maybe not uh, PG. <laughs> maybe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well we'll maybe have to tell a story like that again at some point but uh, thanks so much again for coming on man and we'll talk to you later yeah alright gang so that was my conversation with my buddy Mr. Brandon Viss hearing all about his world travels he had so much more stuff to talk about guys (laughs) it's not even funny Uh, we we talked after that for quite a bit um but i mean he probably had another three hours worth of stories so might have to have brandon on the podcast to begin to talk about that and uh i really would like to have him and another uh, friend of mine that i work with uh on the podcast for a mics and beers because i think that would be just hilarious because the three of us um have uh, met a couple times going to do stuff and it's it's always it's always a riot so i know the two of them would be great at it I I like having people on who someone like someone like Brandon. Um, he, he's not somebody who would normally do anything like that. You know, I said it before, and I've said it a hundred times since then. This podcast is not for me to strictly talk with people and interview people who are either like YouTubers or podcasters or in bands or streamers or whatever. It's also to talk to people in my life that I think are either interesting or have interesting stories or I'm friends with that I want to have a chat with. It's everyday people, you know. Brandon's not a, um, you know, he, he's not a YouTuber or anything. He's not like a, a social media dude or anything that I like that. He's just normal, everyday, hardworking Joe. And, uh, and that's not a bad thing. Let me just phrase that again. And I wanted to have him on, and it was a great podcast, and he had some awesome stories. So I, I really enjoyed it. I really hope you guys did as well. It was definitely something different. Let me know what you guys thought. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on the social medias. All of course, the Hotter Show, all the handles. Let me know what you guys thought of it. Let me know if you guys would like to hear more, uh, more stuff like that. You know, I, I always want to. The Hotter Show is not limited strictly to one thing. I talk about lots of different stuff. I have lots of different kind of people on. Of course, I know I talk wrestling a lot. I talk music a lot in gaming a lot because that's kind of just my bread and butter especially wrestling um but uh heading into the new year uh, obviously we're already there but kind of heading into this new year and heading into um the 100 plus episodes of the hotter show um i want to continue growing and continue growing this all together and continue to 
build this brand of the hotter show and so forth and talk about different topics, you know? So if there's ever anything you want to talk about, even if you don't think it's, it's all that interesting to everybody else, you can think I'd be interested in it. Hit me up. Even if it, you know, even if I just listen to you talk, that's what it is, man. This is a conversation between you and I with some people listening in to be entertained, kill some time or whatever it is. So, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Seriously, I appreciate every single one of you clicking that play button. It means the entire world to me. Another virtual fist bump. Oh, yeah. Whether how you're listening, if you are listening in on the SoundCloud, be sure to follow The Harder Show on SoundCloud. Keep with everything that goes on because everything that happens with The Harder Show is basically ran through the SoundCloud. Um, leave a uh, like and comment on these podcasts. Let me know what you thought of it. Let me know if there's anywhere cool you've been. If you are listening in on the YouTube, be sure to subscribe to The Hotter Show to keep up with everything that goes on on the YouTube channel. I got a lot going on there now with the Hotter Plays stuff, of course, all the vlog stuff, all the updates. Um, if you guys noticed, I also uh, made um, playlists for all episodes of The Hotter Show. They're separated from episodes 1 through 50 and then 51 through 100. Obviously, uh, episodes 97, 98, 99, and 100 aren't up there yet, but they will be once they're there. So if you uh, want to listen to some of the past episodes of The Hotter Show and you don't want to listen to them on the SoundCloud or an app or whatever, you can go on YouTube and they're all there, man. They're all there. I, I think there might be one missing, actually. Um, I, th- I can't remember what episode it was. I think it's episode 76, I want to say, is not on YouTube for some reason. Um but uh, you can catch that on like everything else I have. So uh, be sure to check that out, guys. Be sure to subscribe while you're there. Leave a like or dislike on this video. Comment again. Comment and let me know where you've been and some cool stories and that kind of thing. And of course, if you are listening in on the iTunes, which you guys know is the easiest way to listen to The Harder Show, be sure to subscribe and set it up for automatic download. Once you do that, you don't even have to think about it, guys. The Harder Show will be automatically downloaded to the device of your choosing whenever it is uploaded. Who doesn't want that? Who want, just, You're busy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's busy. Everyone's got stuff going on. There's so much going on in your life. You don't want to have to think about downloading the harder show. You just want it instantly. When you're sitting there going, oh, I got to do this. I got to write this paper. I got to do my taxes. or I got to go for a workout. I got to go drive to work. You don't want to have to search for stuff. I know I don't. I hate that. It's a pain in the ass. So once you do it, guys, you don't have to search for it. It's all right there for you. Of course, also, if you are uh, on the iTunes, maybe give the harder show a little rating. Really appreciate that. Um, I discovered actually just something funny quick here. I discovered that um, there are certain reviews that don't show up because I have the Canadian iTunes. So the American iTunes and um, the other iTunes all around the world have different like review systems. So I'm actually over not at 10 reviews anymore, five star reviews anymore. I'm actually at 12, which is kind of cool. Um, shout out to those people. Um, so that's very exciting. And uh, of course, if you're listening on any other podcasting app be sure to let me know what you're listening to on so that i know uh, what the hardware show is available on and uh subscribe to the hardware show on there as well and all the new uh episodes will be downloaded directly to the app for you like if you're listening on Castbox, guys which is one of my favorite apps literally you set it up for a mac download and it's done and it will download when you're on wi-fi it, it Take, even if you're not on wi-fi guys literally some of these podcasting apps take up such little data it's like you won't even notice. I swear, I swear to you, I don't even notice anymore when I <laughs> that kind of stuff happens. But 
All that aside, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in, clicking that play button. You are seriously awesome. I hope you have an absolutely freaking amazing day. I hope you had an absolutely awesome week, and you have an awesome week next week. Be sure to keep an eye out for on Monday for that uh, episode 100 live cast event page that will be made up Monday, probably Monday morning, and I will catch you guys next time on The Haunted Show. Take it easy.